I'm not a court reporter per se. Wasn't trained to be one. But I tell you, um, this past year and a half, especially since last summer, trying to follow the progress of challenges to Governor J.B. Pritzker's COVID-19 authority has really given me quite the lesson. And yesterday was an example of some of those lessons when uh, things can change pretty quick. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, 812 in the capital city. Sorry, Kyle. Um, Let's get the latest now on one of those cases challenging the governor's authority. And that is uh, the case looking at uh, the governor leveling uh, restrictions on high school sports while allowing for college and pro sports to go on most, if not all, of last year. And joining us right now is an attorney who has sued the governor on behalf of families impacted by this, Laura Grahuxky. Thank you for taking time with us, Laura. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. So let's, I guess, give people some background. Where this case started, when it started, and in layman's terms, because we're all not attorneys, including myself, uh, but in layman's terms, where we're at now. Uh, Yeah, so the case was filed back in December. Um, We really should have filed it much earlier. We just, you know, pulling resources together to help the parents uh, of these kids who have been harmed by the cancellation of high school sports and the extreme restrictions on high school sports. It's really kind of a dual thing. Um, Obviously, there have been suicides in Illinois over this. Uh, Kids have committed suicide. There's been, um, you know, kids have lost opportunities for scholarships that have gone to neighboring states. There's been you know, kids are, have developed bulimia, hospitalizations due to depression. So a lot of pain and suffering, and, and the parents uh, had nowhere to turn, and so we, we filed this lawsuit for them. Um, it's a very simple equal protection case where we're alleging that uh, the governor discriminated against high school students uh, and high, by, uh, by um, allowing college and professional sports uh, to be unregulated during COVID uh, and not canceling them, not forcing harsh restrictions on them, uh, but yet putting high schools and other schools under such extreme regulation that basically sports were canceled. So it's a very, again, a fundamental, very simple equal protection argument. Um, we filed it back in December. Uh, we have been going back and forth with the governor's office um, and the Illinois Attorney General's office on a lot of procedural issues. We filed in LaSalle County. Uh, they argued it to be transferred to, to Sangamon, where they thought they would have a strategic advantage in the court. And, in fact, Judge Madonia of Sangamon County actually called that them out on that. Then they went to the Illinois Supreme Court to force the transfer, and then the transfer was made. And the governor and I, uh, governor's team, a legal team against uh, me only, uh, six lawyers against me, have been going back and forth on whether um, our motion for summary judgment should be heard prior to their motion to dismiss Basically, the judge allowed our motion for summary judgment, which would then, a ruling in a summary judgment would give us a victory uh, against Governor Pritzker, a very simple one, uh, right off the top. And, of course, they don't want that. Uh, And so they filed a motion to dismiss and then tried to pressure the judge to hear that one first. 
So the motion to dismiss yeah, in, in a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, there was a hearing uh, where each side yeah. presented, uh, and I was able to witness that hearing, uh, and each side yeah. presented their case, essentially, kind of yeah. on the merits of all of this, but there was a lot of legalese and cases that were yeah. brought up from previous to, to, to yeah. you know, back up the governor's claims that, you know, the courts yeah. don't have any role in this and so on. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, you get into these procedural motions of uh, a motion yeah. to dismiss and a motion for summary yeah. judgment. We're talking with yeah. Laura Grahuxky here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, an attorney for plaintiff suing the governor over uh, yeah. regulations on high school sports. So, uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, had the hearing, and uh, yeah. the, the, the judge said, we're going to look at the motion to dismiss, but uh, we also are giving you guys some time to file some final briefs here. Uh, so what's what's the latest now? Yeah, so as you know, you know, two weeks ago we had this two-hour bloodbath oral argument that you witnessed. Right. <laughs> it was uh, pretty nasty. Uh, but I think, you know, we kind of came out uh, favorable on that, personally speaking, against the governor's arguments. I thought they were weak. Um, and so, But I think the judge really wanted to see what our response to motion to dismiss was before she ruled on motion for summary judgment. Quite frankly, they really do not have a solid motion to dismiss against us. Um, their motion to dismiss really alleges a lot of factual issues that would have to be litigated, and that's not the purpose of a 2615 motion to dismiss. Uh, it's about basically that motion says tells the court, hey, you have to assume all the facts in this complaint are true. Do they state a cause of action? And if they do, the motion to dismiss fails. And all they do in their motion to dismiss was like 100 pages to say they can't prove this and they can't prove this and they can't prove this. These are all factual issues. So judge, the judge in this case rightly uh, decided in our favor yesterday morning. But then Governor Pritzker's legal team said, hey, 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 we really, really, really want a chance to respond and maybe change your mind, uh, even though you've already ruled, which is kind of their pattern. Um, hey, you know, the judge rules. We don't like it. So we're going to keep keep keep. You know, asking for more, trying to pressure the judge, try to see, you know, what they can finagle. Maybe we can change their mind. Maybe we can delay the process. You know, that's kind of what I think the governor's legal team's M.O. is. Just keep delay, 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 obfuscate, you know, make arguments that aren't are not legally sound. That's kind of what they do, which is why this process has continued. Well, and Laura, it's not just it's not just with this case either. Uh, we've got a separate yeah, case from not. restaurants <laughs> that. Uh, and, and, yeah. and again, when I started, uh, yeah. when I brought you on, it was it was. Yeah. I, I'm not a court reporter. I'm not an attorney, but you know, I've yeah. I've kind yeah. of been if not necessarily forced into this because I'm interested in what the outcome yeah. is because there's some substantial yeah. questions here. So I've been having to follow right. uh, just the yeah. ins and outs and the bobbing yeah. and weaving and the change yeah. of venues. Yeah. And now we've got the possibility, yeah. at least in the Foxfire case, that the you know one appellate court decision is going have to be matched up against another appellate court decision yep. and it's just going to make yep. it even more convoluted so the judge yep. yesterday vacated her order um essentially denying the governor's motion to dismiss so the motion's still alive uh but they've the got until they've right. got to they win have, they have till june i think it's june 6th they have to respond by then so she didn't give them a lot of time to respond they have to respond then she will decide on the motion to dismiss um on that date, um, and then she probably will shortly also decide on the motion for summary judgment, maybe even in the same on the same day. 
Um, so we so could I see. Think we will have a decision very soon on both of those motions. Now, um, one question that I, you know I see this even brought up in some blog comments and stuff like that is: yeah. while this case yeah. is moot, I mean, listen, kids are back playing sports. They they're back to normal activities. You know, there may be some mm-hmm. protocols, and we've mm-hmm. got the, the June 11th wide grand reopening for the state of Illinois mm-hmm. that the governor uh, put mm-hmm. out there. So, mm-hmm. um, is this is this case moot now? Uh, that just. You know, I don't want to say it makes me laugh, but actually it's painful to me. So, you know, you violate someone's constitutional rights, and then you say, oh, we're not doing it anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you know, people have, people suffered grave injury as a result of their the denial of their constitutional rights. Uh, you know, if you told someone that a civil rights violation, uh, and they, were, they suffered racial discrimination, oh, you know, we're going to stop discriminated against you on the basis of race, no harm done. I don't think any court in this country would say that flies. So no, it's not moot. The injury the injuries happened and there's a possibility that those injuries at some point in the future will continue if there's ever a rollback on uh, COVID, you know, uh, rollback to previous phases of the COVID restrictions. I mean we don't know where we're gonna be in three months or six months. Uh, we need a ruling to show Governor Pritzker what he can and cannot do constitutionally and not cause this kind of grave injury to people and especially to children. Well, and it wouldn't just be for the governor's edification of what the courts think about it. It would be for any other future executive uh, in that office exactly. as well. Exactly. I mean, he didn't he just extend his emergency powers another 30 days? Excuse me. I've got. I've got to look. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting drowned by you know 14, 15, uh, you know, emergency declarations, 80, yeah. 90 different uh, emergency yeah. orders. It's 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 yeah. hard to keep uh, keep track of. Let alone uh, right. parents and their kids being able to keep track of that while remote learning and such. Right. Exactly. So I mean that that's why we're doing this because you know fundamentally we need to stand up for our freedoms and say this. You know, we have a state constitution and we have a federal constitution, and it outlines our rights. And we can't have executives of any state to say, you know, they don't matter. And we're going to decide who we can discriminate against and who we can and who's going to have rights and who don't get rights. You know, we, we have to stand up for ourselves and for people that we care about. Laura, um, for people who want information about the work you're doing, um, you and, yeah. and, and others, where can they find that? Uh, yes, yeah, so I, we're, I'm senior counsel for Remember America Action. It's rememberamerica.org, and we are a nonprofit legal defense fund. Um, basically, really, our focus is almost exclusively on defending people's constitutional rights. Laura Grahuxky here with the WMAY Morning News Feed. We'll follow this case as close as I can uh, to make sense of it, <laughs> and uh, we'll bring people the latest. Greatly appreciate you taking time this morning. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it, too.